I was uh, always working in the corporate world and was the VP of sales of a software company that uh, we had a, a successful ramp up to about $6 million a year in sales and then sold it to Brother, the printer label company. But as I was kind of going through that for about seven years, I just really wanted to start up my own company. And it wasn't until I took a trip to the East Coast and read the Purple Book, the Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Got it. And uh, uh, read that as I was missing my daughter's kindergarten recital Ouch. and said, there's got to be a better way than traveling all the time. And so um, that's, that kind of led me to spending an hour a day working at night on my own business. And I didn't come up with the title of the book or my own name there. It was uh, friends of mine that I was in a mastermind group with. They said, geez, you're the hour a day guy because, (laughs) I mean, because it's true. I mean, if you spend one focused hour a day, you can get more done than most people who spend the whole day. So that's how the, that's how the name came to be. And the book's just the story of, really shortcuts of things that I learned that I wish I would have known before I went into business for myself. And it, it kind of talks about how I escaped the rat race and a bunch of the business lessons I got in doing so. Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. All right, here we go. Habits to Goals listeners. I know I say this all the time, but you are in for a fantastic treat. I absolutely love introducing you to many of my great friends and associates, and I love that because I know they, in turn, turn out to be valuable resources for you going forward. So with that, we are here today with a man by the name of Henry Evans. He has written a book and I want to get the full title in front of me because it's long. <laughs> the Hour a Day Entrepreneur Escape the Rat Race and Achieve Entrepreneurial Freedom with Only One Focused Hour a Day. And now you know why I needed to look that up. <laughs> Henry, how are you doing, sir? Great to have you. Thank you. I'm doing wonderful, Martin. Thank you so much for the opportunity to chat. And absolutely, I just talked about my book. I just say it's the hour a day entrepreneur, which makes it a little shorter. But yeah, that's that's the that's the subhead on there. You got it. You know, and I get that. I say that too, but but I wanted I thought the subtitle was important for people to know about. And we're gonna certainly dive into that. The first thing I wanna say is you're actually the 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 kind one here. You've you've managed to squeeze this in before you gotta run out for your daughter's birthday party. So I'm the one thanking you. Um, you said it's her 12th birthday. It is. I've got a 13 year old daughter and I, I now have a 12 year old daughter as well. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm a member of the, of the, of the two daughter club as are you. So <laughs> yeah, 12 and 13. Woo. Yes. Good times. Are, are you guys doing anything uh, exciting? Movie? We are. We're going to go down to the old town part of San Diego and go out for Mexican food, which is my daughter's favorite. So it'll be a lot of fun. That will be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
So again, thank you for squeezing this in. That may be your GTR. I don't know. We like to kick this off with a GTR. Do you know what the GTR is? Uh, the good things report. <laughs> Very good. Yes. Impressive. So again, you, you can claim that as your GTR or you can give me something else. It's a good thing. And- I will, I will, I will claim that because at the end of the day, if you have, uh, if you have kids that, you know, love you and family support, uh, that's, uh, that's very high on my list of priorities. So I will, I will definitely claim that one. That sounds great. Amen. Knock on wood. Yes. That is a great blessing. Healthy, happy children. For sure. Um, so I, I'll, I'll give you this. My, mine is typically I do the recording from the office studio and, and for some reason I think it's a good thing if this, if I manage to pull this off without dogs barking or, or construction in the background, then oh yeah, because <laughs> uh, because I'm doing this from the home office, so that's my GTR. Love it. Yep, same here. Same here. I'm at the home office this afternoon, which is I always have, nice. I have a feeling yours is a little quieter than mine. Maybe. <laughs> um, all right. So some of the background, Henry. Why don't you share with us again? I, I want to keep keep this moving. But what I love, first of all, your book is is incredible. I have not entirely finished it, but what I've read, I've been very impressed with. And again, that's called The Hour a Day Entrepreneur. Um, I should also say that Henry runs a fantastic, and he'll talk about this, marketing group here in San Diego for about 80 or 100 business professionals, including um, kind of putting our money, my money, where my mouth is, uh, Really, our right hand man, my right hand man, is is a member of his group. So that's how much I value Henry's uh, expertise and experience. And what I'm getting at, Henry, is I want to understand help help the listener understand how what what the birth of the hour a day entrepreneur is and what what that means to them. Sure. Well, it, it's kind of a funny story. I was uh, always working in the corporate world and was the VP of sales of a software company that uh, we had a uh, successful ramp up to about $6 million a year in sales and then sold it to Brother, the printer label company. But as I was kind of going through that for about seven years, I just really wanted to start up my own company. And it wasn't until I took a trip to the East Coast and read the Purple Book, the Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Got it. And uh, uh, read that as I was missing my daughter's kindergarten recital and said, there's got to be a better way than traveling all the time. And so um, that kind of led me to spending an hour a day working at night on my own business. And I didn't come up with the title of the book or my own name there. It was uh, friends of mine that I was in a mastermind group with. They said, geez, you're the hour a day guy because... (laughs) I mean, because it's true. I mean, if you spend one focused hour a day, you can get more done than most people who spend the whole day. So sure. that's how the that's how the name came to be. And the book's just the story of really shortcuts of things that I learned that I wish I would have known before I went into business for myself. And it, it kind of talks about how I escaped the rat race and a bunch of the business lessons I got in doing so. You know, what I love about that, <laughs> and it's probably a bit personal is 
I just, uh, if the listener goes back, I think two episodes. So the way this works, Henry, and I, you may be familiar, I do the interviews on Wednesday, but mm-hmm. Fridays are frequently asked kind of episode, 10 minutes or so. And then Mondays are the mind bullet, the short, another 10 minute. And I don't know if it was this week or last week, but it was on what I call the great eight that separate. So you may Mm. be familiar with this. This comes from kind of rooted in Napoleon Hill. His whole thing is you need eight hours for sleep. That's mandated. Right. And then you need eight for your nine to fiver. And his point, and the reason I did the podcast on this was the, the future that you're trying to design you, me, and, and the person listening lies in that extra eight. And, yes. and so eight sounds like a lot. And then you're like, well, I got to do my laundry and I got to recreate and I got to, I can't just be working 24 hours. And the answer is absolutely not. So I boil down exactly what you say into, I, I, I actually say that if you can focus for 15 minutes a day or three absolutely. times a week, you're going to have incredible progress. And anyways, I just want to reiterate that. I think that's a really important message. People tend to believe they don't have the time. And as far as I know, uh, unless you've met somebody else, I'm pretty sure we all have 24 hours. Yep. Last I checked, Bill Gates has the same amount and Richard Branson. And yeah, so I always say that if you're, if you're not happy with where you are, it's not a time issue. Uh, it's, it's, it's how are you best leveraging that? And like you said, if you focus for 15 minutes, you can get a ton done. I I work in, in hour blocks. So a lot of my time blocking is done in one, two or three hour blocks. And just like what we're doing right now and the people who are tuned in listening to this, they're choosing to spend that, that time, you know, listening to something that's going to help them grow and be, be better, uh, you know, be a better person, be better at their business, better entrepreneur, and, you know, that's what it's all about is how to use your time the best way you possibly can. Fantastic. All right. So, listener, the key takeaway is not that you don't have the time. It's just apportioning it. And and I want to do – I do want to say that the other mindset is this. Oh, it's going to – this is where I always came from, Henry. Oh, it's just going to take too long. Right. <laughs> or, or Or I'm not disciplined enough. And – Last time I checked, I wanted to be alive two or three years from now. So, <laughs> so I mean, the meaning, the the point is, uh, I'm going to be doing the time anyways. I might as well carve out those 15, 20, 30 minutes and focus them towards something. It's also exactly. a nice segue to say that the habit factor par methodology, you've heard me say a million times, not you, Henry, but the listener plan, act, record, and reassess will get you there. So anyways, I'm kind of beating beating that in. But that's, I think the people tuning in, like you said, are looking to achieve their goals. And the answer lies in that little bit of time. Just plan, act, record, and reassess. So let's move on. The, The group that I find so much value in. I know I've sat in as a guest once or twice it down here in San Diego. You're, you're going to be expanding that, I guess, globally, right? You're starting to 
to like live feed YouTube those those events. Those are like four hour events, right? Correct. Yeah. So we do. Well, it's it's a it's about a two and a half hour for the actual event, and then another hour and a half for networking. And yeah, so we've actually streamed out our first three meetings live uh, over the internet, and they've been a huge success. We've had a lot of people join us from all over the place, and we're going to be ramping that up even more here in the next few months, which is really exciting. And that was a that was a good idea I got from my friend Martin, who wrote this great book called The Habit Factor, oh, and uh, uh, to really be able to, you know, at the end of the day, I'm I'm in the business of helping entrepreneurs be more successful. And, you know, which, which is really, I think why we share an affinity because we have the same ultimate goal. And, you know, if I can reach more people outside of San Diego with the messaging that I have, then that's going to just help more people. So that's kind of a win-win all around. Well, I think it's, it's brilliant in that, I mean, there's, it's basically standing room only and yet you're confined to San Diego and, and people got to get in their cars and they got to drive and it's a pain. The networking is fantastic, but if you can share that knowledge and you know, I know monthly you have monthly themes and learn it's, it's totally educational. Um, I want to make sure I link to that. So people who are listening, no matter where they are, can find out more. I, I don't know if you've, you've happened to roll out that, kind of program to people who are not San Diego local yet. Have you? It is. So, I mean, you know, you know, so the best place to go is just our a day entrepreneur.com and people can grab a free copy of my book right on the homepage and that will add them to that's, that's a PDF copy of the book. Um, and that'll add them to a list where they'll get invited to all of our future events online and in they happen to be in the San Diego area or, or, you know, coming out for a visit, they can pop in and, and join a live one as well. And that's our a day entrepreneur.com. You got it. Yep. It's brilliant. So let's talk about that. What was the, I'm going to give you a softball, either the, the current meeting theme or the last one, whatever's kind of top of mind. Uh, if you could share a lesson or two from it, what, what you're you're learning and teaching would be great. I mean, not sure. in depth. I realize those are two and a half hours, but just maybe. Well, I mean, but just the high level. So the yeah. one that we just finished, which was actually last week, was all around video and, and doing video marketing. So how do you best utilize video? Where should you use video? What kinds of video are there to use? Um, should you use it in the marketing process, advertising process, sales process, follow-up, referrals? And we really covered all of it Wow! and went through a lot of detail on, you know, really what are the best steps to get the most out of doing uh, video marketing in your business? And That's incredible. Um, it, was, it was really powerful. We talked about doing live stream video. Um, we talked about what kind of equipment to use how to do video if you don't like to be on camera. Uh, I shared a bunch of videos that I've done myself that have been successful. And then I also shared um, some other videos that I like. And one of my favorite videos, if anybody listening hasn't seen this one, I'll give you two of my favorites to check out, um, which have resulted in literally millions of dollars of free advertising for these companies. The first one is called uh, the Dollar Shave Club. Uh And look up the Dollar Shave Club video. They have two videos now. And 
the other one is a product called Poo-Pourri, which <laughs> is a before-you-go uh, bathroom spray that you spray on the toilet bowl water before you use the facility, and it eliminates odors, and it is a real product, and it really works. And the videos for <laughs> I'll those take two, your word for that. Good. Yeah, they. I mean, but the videos right. for those two, Martin, are just incredible, and it I shows bet. the power of having a great video. So that was that was really what we talked about at the meeting last week. That's brilliant, and uh, I guess we're going to call him out here. I hope Mark was there at that meeting. He was. He Good. was there, and I think he got some great takeaways as well. I hope so. <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like it was very informative. It was uh, great. Well, that's cool. And is anything come to mind? Because again, you're you're kind of in the business and of the mission of of helping. I know when I was there, I saw some magnificent real life kind of testimonials. I think it was a woman with a restaurant, and and you guided her with some of the marketing message and and a way to niche. And she was having tremendous success. I was just wondering if there's anything top of mind, a specific uh, individual or business problem that that you could share with us that you helped uh, solve, quote unquote. <laughs> All right, H2G listener, I want to remind you, today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from. If there's one thing I know, and I think Jim Rohn was the one who said this originally, in five years, the difference in your life will be largely based upon two things, the books you've read and the relationships you have fostered. Doesn't it make sense to take advantage of the downtime, whether you're on the road on a run, in the gym, kill a couple birds with one stone, get a book going. It's phenomenal. It's I, The more people I turn on to it, the more uh, compliments I get. Not that I've actually done anything. 180,000 titles to choose from. You get one free book a month, 30% off any other book. Again, check it out. AudibleTrial.com forward slash habits to goals. I'm going to say that again real quick. Audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals. And that is the number two. You know, I've got a, I've got a great one. It was cool. actually a client of mine who I just was meeting with before we got on the, on the, on the call today. Oh, great. And, and just an amazing entrepreneur. She's been a client for a while and I actually like her business so much that I did uh, for lack of a better word, a shark tank type investment in her business to help Crazy. grow it and then have a have a small piece of it. But she had a, a video business where she she literally created videos for small business owners. And you use that N word, Martin, which is this this niche down, or I know some people like to say niche. And and so what she did is she ended up niching down this video business to focus only on doing videos for financial advisors. And then she further niched it down to focus on only doing videos that are whiteboard style videos for financial advisors. Wow. And because she did two niches, 
Now she's getting clients signing up all over the place. Um, her marketing is taking off. Her sales are taking off. Her testimonials are great. People know, like, and trust her. She's come out with a great book now all about the seven ways to leverage video in your financial advisor business. Hmm. And a lot of that has really stemmed from this idea of you can't be everything to everybody because if you try to be everything to everybody, then you end up being nothing for anybody. And so this, you know, and you know, really, I mean, exactly what you said, a niching down is really one of the key things you can do in any business to make your marketing and your messaging a heck of a lot easier. So you can reach people faster and cheaper than you otherwise would. That is so, <laughs> that is so fantastic. Um, yeah, I, you know, I've heard the great quote, uh, the riches lie in the niches or something yes, like that. Exactly. And, and for her to kind of double niche, you know, go whiteboard and, and the financial. So, so there's a vertical yep. in the technology and there's a vertical in the market. And that allows, like you said, her ability to market, she doesn't cast a wide net. Um, she's just, she's pinpointing, for instance, if you, I don't know if she is, but if she was doing Facebook advertising, she could just get so specific with, where she's targeting those ads. So that's a great tip. Exactly. That's fantastic. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and we're doing Facebook ads. We're doing LinkedIn ads. We're doing YouTube. And that's that's the best part because her her overall list of potential clients is smaller, but it allows us to laser focus and spend more money because we're just targeting those people alone. And so uh, anytime that you, you, you are, are stuck with a marketing issue, um, you know, having a message to market match, uh, which I learned from uh, from one of my marketing mentors, um, this idea of you have to fish with the right bait for the right market. And now that she's niched down, it's real easy to target in and just talk to the people that that uh, that are her, her ideal clients and and filter out all the rest. Sure. <laughs> I could just we could just drop the mic. Boom. No, that was great. <laughs> I mean, really, really, really good and really powerful. And, you know, this is a this is a podcast just about the idea of reaching your goals. And I know many of the listeners and by the way, it's probably part of the if there is a problem, it's very broad. It's all habits, all goals. And I don't mind it that much, at least not at this point. But what I'm getting at is this. I know there's a there's certainly a segment of people interested in marketing their services better, becoming uh, entrepreneurs and all these good things that you're kind of bringing to the table here. So thank you very much. Let's um, let's move it to this question, Henry. Sure. How. And or what, how, how do you define success? What a great question. And <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to steal a definition that I heard from Earl Nightingale many oh. years ago, who is the, the uh, famous personal development uh, guru who actually was a survivor of the USS Arizona and Pearl Harbor. I love And that. went on to have the first audio gold record ever. And he defined success, and I just love this. It's as the progressive realization of a worthy ideal or a worthy goal. So note, it's, it's, it's yeah, I mean, because I mean, it's, 
because it's not about achieving the goal. And I think I might have read this in your book as well, because it's not about the goal achievement. It's about the journey. And so as long as you're on the right road and you just want to enjoy the ride, that's that that to me means that you're already a success, even if the the money and, and, and stuff hasn't caught up yet. Um, so I absolutely love it. And um, you're the second guest in only about, <laughs> you know, a dozen so far that has cited Earl. Really? And, yeah. Um, and it, you know, every time that I know the listener is tired of hearing it, but maybe my repetition beats it into their head. Uh, mine's shorter and it really means the same thing. It's creating your ideal future. Love <laughs> so, it. So yep. you're always creating, you know where you're trying to go. And if you're making progress, you are quote unquote a success. Yeah. So, absolutely. So let's go to the other end of the spectrum. Like, how do you manage and deal with, and I always say this quote unquote failure? Yeah, that's, that's a really good question as well. So I look at failure with a marketing hat on. So I'm a, uh, you know, I've been trained in sales and trained in marketing and, and, and done a lot of marketing through the years. And, and it was, this is something I had to, I had to relearn because in school, and I see this with my daughters, when you, when you fail at something, it's a bad thing. And, you know, it's all, don't fail. You got an F on a test. That's, that's a bad thing in business. It's arguably the exact opposite. Because if you try to play everything safe and play not to win, you're not going to make any progress. So I reframed failure to be testing instead of failure. So I look at everything as test. So for me, I try. I just tried something recently and it, it completely bombed. But I could look at it as a negative and a failure. I can look at, hey, now I know one thing that's not going to work and we're going to go try something else. And it was a test. And literally, the best people in business fail their way to success. And so as you think about failure, if you reframe that, especially if you went to school and you learned that failure is bad, if you're, if, if you, if you especially look at entrepreneurs and business owners, you really want to think about reframing that as just, Hey, I did a test. It didn't work out. I'm going to learn from it and move on. That's beautiful. And, and it's almost, so there's two things. One is it, yeah, it's information. It's, Without taking action, you can't get information. So it either succeeded, and, and like you said, it's science almost. You know, it's like <laughs> the scientist who tests something gets back information. And if it if it fails the hypothesis, he doesn't just quit. You know, even the exactly. failures, good information. He needed that information. What I was right. going to say is, I don't always ask that question because it's almost. A cliche, and I think some of the listeners are like, yeah, yeah, I've heard, I know, failure is good. But then here's probably the better question. Why, if if they know that failure is okay, or it's just information, or it's good, why don't more people take action? Well, and, and you know, I've got something to share about that. So there's a woman... And I'm not sure if you've if you've heard of her before, um, but I guarantee any female listeners have. And her name is Sarah Blakely, and yep. she's the she's the first female self made entrepreneur billionaire B, with a B um, with a B, and yeah. and just an amazing entrepreneur. And she has this great quote. She says, 
my dad encouraged us to fail. Growing up, he would ask us what we failed at that week, and if we didn't have something, he would be disappointed. It changed my mindset at an early age that failure is not the outcome. Failure is not trying, so don't be afraid to fail. And wow. I don't think it's that it's just a coincidence that she happens to be the you know youngest self-made female billion, female billionaire ever. Um, I don't think that that's a coincidence. Is that's what her dad taught her? I that's, think. It's, yeah, I don't it's either. So powerful. That's yeah. a great, great story, and uh, I love how you frame that up. Yeah, there's no. There's absolutely that's not an accident uh, no. that she's a billionaire exactly. because she learned to view. You know that's a great question. I haven't been asking him. What have you failed at today? Right, that's, that's awesome. Absolutely. All right, well let's keep it moving. I know you're short on time, so give me two or three of your you know best habits. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and it's and it's funny that you know that uh, that uh, you're about halfway through my book. I'm probably two-thirds of the way through your book, The Habit Factor, which I think is just an amazing book, by the way. I'm sure most people listening to this have already read it, but if you haven't, it's it's just an incredible book. And Thank you. So I'm actually re-engineering some habits that I'm working on. And one of the ones that sounds kind of silly, but I have like an actual morning ritual, morning routine, yep. where I get up and I do the same exact thing every single morning. Um, you know, simple things like, you know, brushing the teeth, making the bed, um, there's a great video out there that uh, says always make your bed in the morning because that way you can always look back and have one successful thing even if the day falls to falls to hell on a handbasket. Right. Um, so that's one thing I'm doing. And then another thing on the habit side is I'm doing something uh, fitness-related every single day. Beautiful. And I was inspired by a recent blog post that that uh, that you had where you talked about going to the going down to the beach and, and doing the chin-up bar every day and just ah. making that a habit. And so um, I'm trying to do, you know, a physical exercise habit every single day. And um, and the one thing I want to add there, and you probably talk about this later in the book, is that I actually have an accountability partner and we keep a spreadsheet. And she has a habit she's working on. I have one that I'm working on. And having that accountability has been really helpful. So those are two habits I'm working on right now. And then from a business standpoint, the thing that I teach everybody is do one thing to move your business ahead from a marketing standpoint every single day. One email, one uh, letter, one uh, thank you card, one phone call, uh, one website, one advertisement, whatever it is, do one thing every single day and it starts to compound on itself very, very quickly. So if you're looking for a a marketing habit, that's one of my favorite ones that I teach people and that I do as well, is do something marketing sales related for your business every single day. And, you know, that can make a tremendous difference uh, for overall business success. It, those are so, those are great. Yeah, the compounding effect of just doing, you know, I kind of want to go back to that 15-minute concept. You just, right. it, it, that one thing, it just adds up. It can't not add up. But without the the planning, the acting, the tracking, the reassessing, uh, people have a they they don't look back. They don't celebrate their successes. They don't have a plan. So they're gonna say, and this is what I I'm speaking from experience. I I just I used to say I'm gonna do this every day, and I wouldn't track. 
I, it would be a verbal commitment. It wasn't written. There was no plan. There was no tracking sheet. And then I would do it, and then I would do it, and then I would do it, and then life would get in the way, and then life would get in the way, and then I wouldn't do it. And it was only until I developed, started using that tracking sheet, which is free, by the way, <laughs> um, it changed everything and it allowed me to plan and record and reassess. So, so I just, <laughs> that one thing could be the habit. It could say right on the tracking seat, yes. do one thing and you have your planning and your acting. So terrific. I absolutely love it. It's funny. You mentioned the, the pull up because that wasn't entirely planned after going on that diatribe of planning, acting, recording, it was more that my back was in so much pain and I was, the one thing I did do every morning was play Frisbee with my dog. And all of a sudden those monkey bars look brand new. <laughs> like I'd never <laughs> seen them, even though they've been there for 15 years. And it was this idea of kind of bundling one behavior or habit on top of another, something I was already doing, you know, Exactly. So integrating one behavior with another. So, you know, for some people that's, hey, I'm driving to the office every day. I'm going to park a half a mile away just so I can walk to the office. Exactly. And there you get in your, your one mile of walking. So great stuff, Henry. Um, how about two or three books you have found transformational? Really important. Oh boy, that's that's a hard one. If it's only two or three, but I will give you um, two or three of the big Im the the big impacting uh, books for me. One of them is uh, is is just an amazing book all about money and the law of attraction. So so the story is that I was uh, going into debt pretty dramatically when I first started up my business, and actually was. $117,000 in credit card debt. That's it. And um which which is not recommended by the way. <laughs> That's all. Uh yeah, that was that was not a that was not a, a marriage enhancing activity <laughs> <laughs> to to uh, to put it mildly, but I met with a friend of mine uh who is British and very successful. Um and uh he told me about this book called The Magic I'm sorry, the uh, the trick to money is having some, and, and it is magical. So it's called The Trick to Money is Having Some. The author is Stuart Wilde with an E, uh, W-I-L-D-E. So The Trick to Money is Having Some. He passed away just title. a few years ago. And it's all about the law of attraction and how to get into the flow of having money seek you out and basically relaxing your worry and your stress about money. And it was just an incredible book for me. It, it truly helped me um, turn my financial life around where I became uh, a magnet to money and opportunity instead of repellent to money and opportunity. And a lot of it was just getting rid of that desperation, um, uh, which was really, uh, you know, that was, that was a big thing I had. And yeah. so uh, the other two books I'll give, um, another one which is related to that, which is an all-time classic called Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. And it's very different when you ask people, do they have a book if they were, oh, yeah, I got that read and done that. Well, that's like saying, yeah, I took a shower once and I, I'm, I'm all done showering now. And, <laughs> and, and, you know, you have to, 
you know, look at these books as tools and, and they're only as good as, as, as you using them. So, um, you know, that's a book that I reread every year and I try to actually do the things in it. And I actually have <laughs> a goal card in my wallet and, uh, that's really, really important. So, great. um, that's I think not only tip. reading it, but living it. And right. then, uh, third book for me, uh, I would say would be the Bible. I don't want to get to right. get to God's doorstep and having, have, having not read his book. So I, and you can get a little Bible app. So I actually went through and read the whole Bible over wow. the course of a year. But yeah, those three books, um, uh, all made a big impact on me. And, uh, you know, obviously anybody who's listening to this is probably somebody looking for more information, consuming more. And, you know, there's so much knowledge and wealth of uh, sharing that people do. I mean, I look at your book and the, just the blood, sweat, and tears that you know that you put into the habit factor. It's like you can learn so much by taking time to read. And I find the people that are successful, they also read. I, I have no exceptions of everybody I've ever met who's successful at any level. They're either a voracious reader or at least a casual reader um, on trying to improve themselves. So there's a there's a couple of good ones there. Yeah, that's not a uh, an accident either. I think that correlation is very fitting. The uh, quote unquote successful person and the the voracious reader. Um, it's a consistent theme every time. By the way, the only problem anybody has when I ask that question is that two or three <laughs> books are you know it's, it's, it's too not hard. enough. Yeah, it's exactly. Enough. Exactly. Uh, and by the way, that reminds me, you know, the one of the sponsors, of course, is audible.com. And reader, one of the best things we did for, for Mark Henry, I think I told you, is enrolled him on the Audible program. Yeah. And so he's great. getting at least one free book a month and 30% off. And he's just mowing down books, too. So he's becoming awesome. an incredible leader. Um, all right, so we hit the books. The I think the final question I have for you, Henry, and we're doing pretty good on time, is a favorite tech tool, app, gadget, website, something uh, you can't live without, but it can't be your iPhone or your smartphone. Okay, gotcha. Well, I'm I'm huge on on time management, so I have so many different tips and tricks and things I use. So I'll, so I'll give you one for the computer and one for the phone. How's that? Is that brilliant? Is that fair? Okay. All right. So the one on the computer is a program. If you use a PC, um, I mean, number one is my condolences because I used to use a PC too. <laughs> right. um, but there's a great program called Active Word or Active Words, I think. I think it might be plural. And it's a, it's a text replacement tool which basically allows me, so if I'm sending an email over to Martin, and if I type LF, it will say, look forward to hearing back from you. And if I type my initials, it'll put my signature on there. And if I type DH, it'll paste in, don't hesitate to contact me if you have any questions. So it's a shortcut tool for typing, and it's amazing. So that's the one on the PC. The one I use on the Mac is called Text Expander. So Text Expander on the Mac on the PC is Active Words. Brilliant. Um, it's a great time saver. And then you don't realize how many times you type the same exact thing over and over. So if I need to give somebody one of my assistant's emails, I type MTZ for Megan's email and PTZ for Pam's email. Wow. And so it's just a huge – and it works in email. 
It works in uh, in your CRM. It works in Outlook. It works in any program you're using. It's just as if you typed it. It just integrates so, with the operating system. So it, yeah, it just integrates right with it. A huge time saver. And then the other one on the phone, which is related to that but a little bit different, is a program I use called Rev, and it's R E V as in rev up your engines. So R E V, and it's a recorder program, and it's about a hundred times better than the built-in recorder. Um, I know it's on the on the on the iPhone. I'm not sure if it's on Android, but I would imagine it is. And it's a voice recorder that records your voice. So I use it to dictate things. Any time I get an idea, I'm driving in the car, I just hit that. It's right on my home screen, and I start recording my idea as text. And then you hit one button, and it sends it off to a service that transcribes it for you wow. with an English speaker and sends it back as a nice typed out Word document. Unbelievable. It's really, really slick. So is that's it, my favorite. Is it punctuated? It is. It's it, it's fully. It's they get rid of all the ahs and the ums. Wow. Uh, they'll format it <laughs> any way you like. It's just magical. And so I should and do that. And, for and the it works podcast. out to a dollar a minute. Yeah, so I was I mean, going to say so. A uh, dollar a minute. That's what I was going to ask. The cost. Okay. Yep. Yep. So dollar a minute. So I use that for all sorts of ideas, um, whether it be so I'm doing a new website with one of the businesses with my target company. So. I have, you know, I had an idea today about about a new logo idea, and so I just, you know, I have a 34 second. I'm looking at my phone. I have a 34 second voice memo I recorded to myself. Mm-hmm. Now that one I won't need to transcribe, but if I do a 45 minute call with somebody, and I don't want to have to go back and listen to it, I just click transcribe, goes off. Next day, it's in my inbox as a Word doc, and I can scan right through it. So it's just a great tool for doing that kind of thing. I love it. Henry, it is always enlightening. You are uh, brilliant. You're an inspiration, a tremendous resource. I'll make sure I link, uh, make sure that, you know, of course, the listeners know how to find you. Final question, do you have anything to promote uh, any upcoming events, anything I should share or you want to shout out yeah, I would just say if, if anybody wants to get a free copy of my book, the PDF, uh, I just copy. give it away now. So it's just ourdayentrepreneur.com, just how it sounds. Um, and it's funny because I've thought about getting a short one, um, but I really like making people spell entrepreneur because it makes them think about it. So it's it's our, <laughs> it's, it's our day entrepreneur, and that's a free copy of my book on there. And then I'd be more than happy to uh, let people know about the next time I have a live event, and they're welcome to join me on the live stream and um yeah i just wish everybody success i want to thank you for having me on the on your on your call on, on your podcast here martin i think the world of you you're you've been a, a friend and a mentor and i i greatly respect what you're doing and getting this word out there and i think you know turning habits to goals is just a magical thing to do and and i'm enjoying going through that myself too so thank you for having me amen brother you uh for doing this on such short notice Props to you. Now go enjoy your daughter's birthday party. Have a lot of fun and uh, give her a big hug for me. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. We'll do, Martin. All Great right, to cheers. Talk to you, buddy. Bye, Henry. Thank you. Okay, take care. Bye bye. All right, that's going to wrap it up. Just a quick reminder before we blow out of here if you have not yet received your free habit tracking, slash building template 
and you want to get it really quick, like instantaneously, you can go ahead and text me at 33444 and just simply text the word habits. That's right, habits to 33444. So until next time, to your continued success, make it a habit.